Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Missing this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Is your feminist wearing yet? 
Wait till you hear my rap. I'm waiting for it. November 5th. It's going to be exciting. <laughs> Out yes, there in Kentucky. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Good morning, We wrapped it on the stage. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I am so great. I'm standing out here um, looking over at a foggy lake. The trees are turning. I'm in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin today. And my VIP client is inside asleep. And I'm standing out here. And it's quite cold. But... I am so excited to be here because it's Tuesday on Breakfast with Champions, and it's time for maybe the most epic top 10 that I've ever done. You think about that. Well, I'm excited for that, but I am going to need you to tell Miss Rowbottom that it's 9 a.m. and she's still asleep. That is unacceptable. She needs to get her I'm a night owl butt up and join us here in Breakfast with Champions. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's 8 a.m. here. <laughs> no, 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 no. We stayed her. up pretty late last night. <laughs> we stayed up pretty late last night getting in here. We drove almost four hours to be at this very special location. And so as we dive in to this top 10 today, um, I have a very special guest. But let me tell you, as we dive into this top 10, um, your greatest change like we're here i'm here with shay to create some of the greatest change her life has seen and when you do that the preparation that it takes literally we both both flew in one from colorado one from miami we drove four hours to be in a location to have right now that i'm looking at i'll post as watch and when you're preparing for some life-altering change, you want some life-altering people in your life. And this morning, I've introduced them to you once. I see Liza on here. Good. Liza's going to be excited. Um, but uh, I have to tell you, when you're ready for life-altering change, you want these people who have helped alter the change of the world in your corner. And this morning, I have none other than Xander Grashow on with me this morning, and we're going to share a top 10 list. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Xander. If you haven't heard of the Change Everything movement yet, you're crazy. I got to get you in there. I want to make you knowledgeable, so make sure you're checking out changeeverything.com, especially changeeverything.com forward slash individual. Um, let me let me just explain this to you, okay? Xander has been helping people evolve their life and work um, for decades, and probably some of the people you you know very well have voted for um, <laughs> who have been changing the world, right? Uh, he's absolutely recognized, you know, authority on leadership and change. He's been the confidential advisor to the presidents, activists, uh, change agents in their most critical times of transition so if you're if you're wanting to understand how how we move evolve our life work um, and you want the best person on the planet to be a part of your ascent this is Xander Grasho and I'll tell you I had the pleasure of meeting him on Necker Island and he was speaking when I was at a training with Richard Branson and I have to say one of the greatest joys of my life is becoming friends with this human, getting to work with him closely and seeing how he can change my life. You know those people who just can ask one question and give you a look? Oh, this is where we're going. 
This is that moment of change in my life that I've been waiting for and seeking in so different ways, so many different ways. And in just four seconds, you got me on a new path. And so when I was looking at doing a top 10 today for how to change everything, I just couldn't even imagine having this conversation without the greatest change agent in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, leader in the world, Mr. Xander Grashow. Xander, good morning. Good morning, Danelle. What an honor. What an amazing introduction. Good morning, Glenn, Trevor, everyone in this community. It's just an honor to be here with y'all. Um, and he is so kind because not in New York today. He's coming in from California, which means at 6 a.m. for Xander. Yep, getting up before the sun. That's, That's right. That's the way to start the day. I know this community knows how to do that. Get your priorities straight. That's right. That's right. Okay. So before we begin, Xander, thank you so much. I know getting you to take a few minutes is a massive, massive deal with, with your schedule from Necker and, and traveling the globe and really assisting some of the greatest things in the world. So it's an honor to have you here today. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you give him a follow if you haven't yet. I, I want to dive into this. You know I love my top 10 lists and giving people tips and these kinds of things. But can I ask you a question about change here before we begin? <laughs> you know, um, a lot of people avoid it. We talk about change avoidance. I learned this from you. Can you tell me a little bit about how how your story unfolded to kind of become the lead phenom in the change world and helping people adjust to what makes them uncomfortable, afraid, and avoid it most of their life when everything in the world. But get, let's give people a little bit of a background, if you will, of your story. Sure. Happy to do that, Danelle. Um, and everyone, you know, has their story. And my story starts just in the same way that everyone else did, as some child trying to find their way in the world. I was very lucky to have two extraordinary parents who were both public servants. And so our dinner table was consumed with how does the world work and what's our place in it. And they were also restless spirits. Um, so I lived in India when I was 13 to 14. And you can imagine what it was like to be plucked out of a public junior high school in Brooklyn, brought to India, and realize that the way we live our life is arbitrary and can change that quickly. Um, it's just extraordinary. I sort of did what most people did as I came back to New York in that 80s music scene and just fell in love with hip hop and going out too much and too late and getting lost in music. My ultimate goal in my life, I think, is to be a music pharmacist, that people bring me what's going on and I can prescribe music to help them. It's one of the great joys and discoveries in my life. Um, but I studied both parts of the brain. I doubled in economics and fine arts because the economics was just some attempt to tame complexity. And on the arts, when I was 16, someone told me that if life made sense, we wouldn't need art. And art and creativity is what allows us to understand this crazy existence. And that kind of led me on a beautiful path of discovery. And because I had love in my heart and love at home, I didn't have fear in telling people kind of what I saw and what was going on with love and grace. 
Um, and so when I was 22 years old, I met one, David Rockefeller and his daughter Peggy and told them that they were hypocrites, that the work they were doing with young people needed some young people involved. And by the end of that conversation, I was invited onto the board. And then I spent the next 10 years working with that level of the world, helping them figure out how to do more for what they care most about. Um, I could not have been more lucky to be mentored and, and brought along by that family. And that led to working in a number of different kind of extraordinary circumstances in three White House administrations with NBA sports teams with Richard, who's a friend and someone you know to know, and just spent the last week with him on Necker with my three children, just talking about what it's like to deliver on a promise to yourself. He's been committed to getting to space for 17, more than that, um, and to sit with him in the aftermath of all of the hard work to get to that dream has just been a joy. So I've been very lucky. My kids call me Forrest Gump because I've been at these turns of history, um, and it's been a joy to do that. And one of the greatest things that I learned was when you find extraordinary people, you hold on to them, which is why I'm holding on tight to you, Danelle, which is Glenn, and this community is just extraordinary opportunity to grow into further uh, ideas, love, and support of what needs to happen in the world. Thank you, Xander. <laughs> I can't wait till the three of us are in a room together, too. We have to make that happen. But Xander, I mean, I know when people listen to your story, it's um, it's quite remarkable. It's a circle of humans that most people only see from a television or hear, hear about um, through politics and news and, you know, all the things happening in the world. To have your life is a, it's a pretty remarkable thing. But one of the things that stood out the most um, is how many people I'm sure is that first conversation with the Rockefellers, right? And, and you had this upbringing that really, you know, built you into this human who was free to voice exactly what you had prepared for, right? And I think of how many of us think about the many times we had something to say and we were quiet. And I've watched as you've evolved humans quickly, right? Xander is one of the first people that if they're working with me, I'm like, hey, you need to work with Xander because your work only became available to the human public as in like the last year. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, COVID has changed a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I think partly what we all see is that the world is changing at this extraordinary pace. Um, and what I've learned again and again is we can internalize the skills and ideas that help us manage that, which is what this community is all about. Um, but the world is hard and complex at times, and it's humbling. Um, and so I'm a craftsman. Like, I believe in building the craft, as you do, Danelle, uh, just to make those moments in this reality easier to face. It's, I, I'm just, I want everyone in this room to know, like, I want you to think of someone right now who is aching for change. They're aching to grow, create a new result. I want you to ping them into this room, shoot them a text message and, and get them in here because uh, although this moment will be recorded, uh, I definitely believe in the power of live connection and it, it's absolutely changed my life and so many others and so i want i want everyone in here to think about who they would become if they were exercising their voice if they were changing uh, and adapting to everything happening in the world like one of the world's greatest leaders 
And, and I want you to make it your responsibility to bring them into the room, your commitment to serve others. So I just invite you guys to add a text message, um, every human who matters to you, because I know I even tagged it in my stories last night. I'm like, listen, when I say special guest, uh, I'm either showing up delivering value or I'm bringing in someone who is far more capable than I and how you have a, a impact in my life, Sandra, over the last year. Plus, <laughs> it's been more than that. Like, oh, I'm getting older fast. But um, what a gift to have met you you know, six months, maybe even longer before the world had this massive change where people right now, right, are, are self-isolated and everyone's opinionated and everyone is believing what they, you know, do to their core and it's creating so much that is against what you talk about in unifying the world, right? There's not so much that divides us, but small things are, are causing massive things. So as we take it into this top 10 today, I really want all of you to think about your current life situation and the change you're aching for, the change you want to be a part of, the change you would like to invite others into that's happening in your world, for that's the only way we grow. And, and I want you to listen intentionally, okay? Um, any moment I get to do this with Xander, usually, I mean, magic happens. We, we love working together. We love talking together and making a difference. Uh, some of my highest level mastermind clients um, I'm immediately like, get over there. I need you with Xander. <laughs> Let's go. Um, uh, as I'm kind of this hard driven, um, you know, heart centered, but very, very driven individual. Um, I'll be working and Xander often will hold up the sign <laughs> for me to read that says they're called feelings, Danelle. <laughs> and I'm always like, oh, I don't want those. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> and he's so great at calling me into this other level um, of progress that I hadn't been introduced to. And so I wanna invite all of you to come on this journey of progress with us, with us this morning um, and hear some things in a new way. And so as we dive into this, here we go. We're gonna do our top 10 how to change everything. And uh, we're gonna go back and forth and, and wake y'all up this morning. <laughs> with um, our wish for progress for you. So Xander, if you could change everything, where would you start? Let's give us the number one uh, or a number. I don't know if there is one number that's number one, but what is your first uh, top 10 on how people can change everything? Great, thank you, Danelle. This is gonna be so much fun to do together and I, I can't wait to hear all the ideas you come up with and we come up with together because that's where the magic happens. Um, all right, number one, although there's so many, the first thing I talk about is balcony time. How do we get people on the balcony to read what's going on with themselves and their families and their companies? The, the basic idea here is that we are only as good as our interpretations of what's going on. And so the skill set of being able to rise above the action, the stress, the pressures, the story is so critical to be able to make new decisions. Humans do not live in reality. They live in the story that they tell themselves about reality. And so the act of getting on the balcony and interpreting what's going on frees us from an old story, an old way of seeing the world, and an old way of seeing our options. So chiefly what I do with folks in many different places and different ways 
It's just them to get out of the noise and to rise and get on the balcony. Danelle, you and I have had some amazing balcony moments trying to interpret what's going on with our kids, what's going on with, in a relationship, what's going on in the world and politics. And so many companies get stuck because they're just going through the routine. So there's no way to change everything unless we increase and expand our interpretations of what's going on. And having had the amazing luxury of being in politics at some of the most critical and difficult moments, it's amazing to me to watch people fight and disagree and then in moments turn to working together. I was in one of the most complicated negotiations in Congress where everyone was fighting and it was bitter and angry. And then one of the person who eventually was okay had a heart attack. And everyone in that moment who had been fighting bitterly worked together immediately. And it taught me that when we get on the balcony, we start to have the freedom to not stereotype each other or ourselves. And that's where some opportunities come from. So I think getting on the balcony, we're only as good as our interpretations is a great place to start. Danelle, you and I have spent many hours interpreting life and parenting and business. <laughs> I know you're a genius at this skill set. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Absolutely. I think, um, you know, one of the things we achievers do is we really try to solve everything really quickly, right? And we dive in and we look for solutions and that's what I change. And so many things that Xander brought into my life was to practice this art of the deep breath <laughs> and the step back or the step up, not the step back, right? Um, to put yourself on the balcony of your life and take a look at the future, where you're heading to, right? And, and where you currently are and what, what kind of a human it takes to step into that. What, what kind of bravery, um, what practices you're currently doing that are keeping you from putting yourself on the balcony and looking at it, right? My, um, I'll call it, Xander, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'll call it my commitment to speed. <laughs> speed, the pace, not the drug, okay? Um, but I want you to think like the pace of my life um, has been changed over this last year and it's created massive acceleration in both business and income. And, um, you know, all of us are in a hurry, yes, but these moments of perspective and balcony time uh, are needed for your life. Xander, how often do you think people should really plan? Is this like a daily practice or is this a monthly significant or all? Is this an and? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, Danelle. <laughs> Help and, me with and, my feelings on this one. <laughs> no, no, we're get, we'll get, we're going to get to feelings. But the, the amount of balcony time should be directly proportional to the size of your ambitions or the size of what you're facing. And so if you're ambitious and you want to get some new, a new chapter in your life, then you need disciplined balcony time. And I'm not talking about a, you know, a 10 day meditation retreat. I'm talking about just having deliberate time where you understand how to use your time and resources. Well, I'm a big seasonal person, you know, Danelle, like I believe in the seasons, right? Mm -hmm. Every season is an opportunity, right? And so we just entered the autumn. So this is an amazing time to get on the balcony and say the fall, this autumn that we're in, is the season, right, of completion before the end of the year. What do I need to get done before the end of the year that sets me up? It's also the time of release. What, we'll talk about this, but what have I been holding on to that it's time to let go of now? 
right? And so I think you're right, Danelle, that you can get on the balcony and because, Danelle, you love speed and getting stuff done, there's some things where that's the perfect response. And there's other things that require us to learn a new skill, build a new relationship, and just diagnose what's going on. Again, all of us are addicted to accomplishment, but we can't fix what we don't yet understand. And sometimes we act too fast, and that's what the balcony time is for, to discern those things. So there is nothing better than starting and waking up your morning with, with a group of champions. There's nothing better than saying, what is the best use of me today? And then checking in on that at the end of a day, at the end of the month. I'm very deliberate of how I start every season and encourage that with folks. But you shouldn't be on the balcony all the time because there's just stuff we got to get done. But it's the right balance. I love it. I love it. Okay, for all of you who don't know his love of seasons, I want to tell you one of my favorite things is he does these downloads um, every quarter with the season change that are really like workbooks that you can work through your own thoughts. I always need a lead in with my thoughts because I have a lot of thoughts, don't I? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> so most people are always like, no, stop. Like you're thinking too much. No, my, my assistant used to always say, no more ideas today, Danelle. <laughs> Right. Um, but Xander uh, does these little downloads that are amazing. They're workbooks. And um, right now, if you go to changeeverything.com, you can just download Hello Autumn. And, um, you know, there's Hello Spring and Hello Summer. And they really are these incredible things because he is such an artist and such a thinker that are amazing. So you'll see these drawings on his website and everything. This is him. He has created this. And if you ever wondered what it's like to use both sides of your brain to advance your life, um, this is a beginning tool and Xander is the one you have to know. And so I hope you guys all get to go download Hello Autumn today and write it down. Don't forget like how many times we don't do things in a moment because we want to hear and we forget like write this one down, changeeverything.com. And you'll see it right on the front page. And um, it, it's just an amazing thing. And I love how you do it. And it's actually, you know, I run my life in 90 days. And this always falls in line with it. And if you simply had a balcony moment to run through your perspectives every quarter like this too, it's amazing. So I love it. I love it. I think, Xander, that's why I avoided balcony time so much. Like I was always a thinker, but I was more of a problem solver than rather looking at the whole thing. And I used to think it was going to take a 10-day meditation retreat. And I'm like, I don't have 10 days. Are you kidding me? I have 17 children, I feel like. You know, I don't really. But um, so I love how you shared that. Okay. All right. I'm going to dive in. Um, yeah, let's get, let's get your next. Let's get yeah, back and forth now. Let's okay. Okay. So number two. Here we go. If I, if I wanted to help y'all and I wanted to, in my own life, change everything, one of the, the most important pieces that, that I've learned on this journey um, is that, you know, in the beginning and, and in times of massive change in my life, um, it, when things start to feel uneasy, the number one thing that I had to teach myself to do was to seek truth, to really seek truth. Um, and here's, here's what I mean by that. I think, you know, growing up, we're always following the plans and the guidelines and the, the rules have you that other people created based on their stories. 
And um, so I was growing up having the faith my parents had. I grew up having the ideas about money that my family had. I grew up um, having thoughts about people by how the people I was around treated others. And and look how Xander was raised and what an impact it had on his life. And so I wanna I wanna challenge you. This transition in my life happened when um, my instincts and listening to my being started playing into account when I started to study. And so if I were to change everything, one of the number one things I do is I seek truth. And I do this by study, by questioning, by investing in working with people. I invested a lot of money to meet Xander that day. And like a lot of money. (laughs) And um, really like a lot more than most people's salary to be there in that moment and to think about what has come from that in my life, from the information I got in one day where most people were like crazy. I was so committed to finding truth. I met Xander three days after um, one of my biggest disappointments in my life and I almost didn't go. And I watched my tendencies to to tiptoe around what life really had to offer for me. And so I think as you as you go through life and you study your patterns, what do you do when times are hard? What are your tendencies? Do you retreat? Do you talk to someone who's safe or do you talk to someone who's brave? Do you know, um, learning how to, I guess it's a mixture of knowing thyself and knowing thy resources, <laughs> right? And so I really wanted to be a resource collector and I found my greatest insight through great humans. Uh, we were on the drive up here and uh, Shay and I were talking about the situation when it happened. She was like, what did you do? I was like, moved on, next. And she was like, what, that quick? And I was like, I just learned to have zero time for um, people or experiences that are, um, their input would deplete something. I'm only in love with truth, right? I learned so much from the lies, but but Xander, I know you are a, a student. I know you have adaptive leadership and the, right, the best course at Harvard, you know, that came from it. So I, I know you are a believer in this knowledge and truth, um, but how, how has this played out in your life to help you make those big change moves? Well, I would, I would say two things, Danelle. One is we know truth when we find it. And for example, mm. watching you with your children is one of the truest things I've seen and just a testament to you, um, which is just so beautiful. I, I would just say the thing that's been very powerful to me around truth and that what has allowed me to say things to some of the most powerful people in the world is seeking truth, but it's the combination of truth and grace. And that's the combination that allows us to step into a new reality. Truth without grace can be brutalizing, and grace without some truth is daydreaming. And so we're really looking for this combination of how do we have truth with grace so that we can actually walk towards it and understand it. When I was young in my career and I had these opportunities, I got so proud of my insights And I would tell people regardless of whether they were ripe or ready or it was appropriate. And it wasn't effective. It was much more effective when I had grace and understanding of who they were and what's going on and how to approach that. We all know now more than any other time who is authentic. Um, And it's that beautiful combination of truth and grace I find that is so critical um, in helping each of us and the loved ones face a hard truth, a new reality, something challenging. Danelle, when I met you in that early days, you had just been through um, what was for you a very true difficult event. 
um, and to watch with grace the amount of strength that you had to face it, confront it, be with it, and to try and share with you uh, the truth that you didn't have to do as much of it on your own, that some of the habits of self-reliance were just habits and actually not the truth of how things could be faced. And so I think that's the truth and grace is this magic combination I think we're all looking for that you've modeled in so many ways. Oh, that was so good. I just wrote down like half a page of notes yeah. <laughs> in 30 seconds. I, I hope you guys are, are picking this up. Those of you who are really moving and aching for progress in your life, these are the, the secrets and the permission, right? I think I was always really great at giving grace to others, but to myself was a lesson that I learned through Xander. And um, it's a, it's beautiful. Truth with grace. I love it. That's next level. Okay, number three. I'm excited to hear We are picking up what y'all are putting down, Jeanette. We are picking Good. up what y'all are putting down. <laughs> Good, Glenn. I love it. There, Xander, they're missing my love of rap music today. Mm. <laughs> he knows. Xander oh, is know. also a collector of great music. Yes. <laughs> you guys have to visit his music, his medicine section on his. There he has all these playlists for certain yes. things. And my kids have picked it up. Xander, my kids will never be the same without internet. That's great. That's, That's their great. Inter favorite. Inner Ninja's the song. That's a great one. And and to say just if people download the Autumn Playbook, there's also an Autumn Playlist that goes along with that because I'm a firm believer in soundtracking your life. And there's also an amazing hip-hop playlist called Hip Hop Conundrum, which was all, all my favorites from the 90s if you need a good hip-hop list just to get you going. Yes, I'm doing that today while I'm out here. I'll send you a video. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's dive into number three. Okay, let's, number three, um, there's a myth that people are afraid of change. Um, and it's just not true. People love change if it's guaranteed to be good for them. What people actually fear is loss. What people fear is giving up how they've learned to be in the world, even if it's dysfunctional and antiquated. And so when I help people go through a change process, what I'm really interested to discover is what are they holding on to? Where are they afraid of loss? Because these changes we're talking about can be described in beautiful and noble terms, but it usually requires people to give up a comfort level, a routine, a norm in a relationship, a way of working, a loyalty and expertise. And so if I understand that people are not afraid of change, but they're afraid of loss, that sadly, if you look at people in dysfunctional or abusive relationships, 87% of them will stay in that dysfunction rather than going to a new scenario. We are stuck in some of the old circumstances because we fear loss. And when we understand the changes we're going to make will require us to step out into some new incompetence, into vulnerability, or if there's some work that we need to do to move into that, then we have more empathy and compassion and can help build the bridge to that change. There's a beautiful like math equation that everybody has inside of them, consciously or not, that says, is the value of this change greater than the loss I might experience? Is the value greater than the loss? And people are really bad at estimating loss. They make it enormous. They outsize it. They catastrophize in language I use sometimes. And so part of the work, if you want to create change, is to identify what would I have to give up in order to make this change? What loss might there be? And how do I have a strategy for that? 
people come to me all of the time wanting to go bigger lives and this question of what would i have to grow out of to get there what would i have to give up is a critical skill set that actually allows that freedom to happen so that'd be my number three oh my gosh <laughs> i'm laughing at all of the stories that i have of of entrepreneurs coming and saying, you know, really catastrophizing, you know, everything. <laughs> it all of a sudden, they told one other person that told another person, like, and the problem actually multiplied before they could even ask me anything. <laughs> right, right. And Danelle, you know? you know, like, and Danelle, you go, you go into entrepreneurs and companies all the time. When I go into companies, I just look around. I'm like, what are the ghosts in this company that have not been let go? Of? And by the way, you can do this in dating and relationships, too. Like, you could just be, what are the ghosts that are living in this relationship that is time to let go of? That is a massive question. I hope everybody answers that question in every area of their life that's important, right? What are the ghosts of your faith, right? What are the ghosts in your relationship? What are the ghosts in your parenting that, that's an incredible question. We could have done an hour on that question right yeah. there. Right. We maybe all got that's to... just me personally. I'm like, no. oh, no. <laughs> we, all, we all have stories, right, of holding on too long, right? Yes. And this, and this idea of let go or be dragged is very real. <laughs> and if, if there are things that we want to let go of, it's, a, it's an act of letting it go. We've lost a lot of the ritual of letting go in our society and our communities. And so a deliberate act of letting it go helps that process happen. We miss rituals. Um, and I know, Danelle, you have lots of rituals with your clients and how you engage with them and kind of all of these different moments. But it's so critical to deliberately let go. Mm, deliberately let go. I love it. I think that was our full top 10 list just in those <laughs> sentences, which is awesome. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Let's go into number four. Uh, and I laugh when I do these because I always draw them out in order. People always ask me, are they exact in order? Can you send me your notes? And I'm like, it comes out so differently than my notes. So no. Um, but I hope you guys take note of these. I hope you write them down. I hope you share them on your socials and you tag us so that we can see the impact you're making uh, and making a difference. So don't forget to do that, okay? So here we go. Number four. Number four, how to change everything. Um and this is a dance that I learned, and I think Glenn will like this one um, because he is all about the morning five. He is all about daily routine, and Xander has routines, and I have routines, and I think systems are success. You, you never really win accidentally. It's, it's all guided and, and planned and mapped, and usually your systems are what encourage chance. And so number six, I'm going to give you equal parts of love in this. It, it's twofold and it has brought my life so much incredible change. And it's the dance between exercising habit and spontaneity as equal parts. <laughs> and, and I think if you really want to change life and create this remarkable um, experience. I have the things in my life that are habit and I have per permission for spontaneity at any moment. And I think dancing between back in this, I think it's, you know, when you're training yourself and you're really committed to a goal, my love to say yes more often than no has been eye-opening to me. The no's became the boundaries that were clear because of the habits I was exercising and the yeses 
brought me adventure. And so Xander, I want to hear your thoughts on this habit and spontaneity dance that is really, I mean, maybe it's just the art of practicing change. Like I had to practice change because my systems are what held me in place. I'm like this huge visionary with these crazy systems that this is how I went on repeat. Right. But it maybe yeah. for me, it was getting used to practicing change because I wasn't used to it. I was used to operating in a box. Yeah, I think I think you're exactly right. And what you're doing and some of the stuff I've learned from Glenn, like structures and habits lead to the kind of improvisation and discovery and creativity. Um, it's, a, it's some people think of it as a uh, as a polarity, but I actually think structure allows us to be more creative and improv. And those habits that structure our attention are so critical. I used to, for a number of years, I taught human figure drawing and sort of drawing from live figures. And it's, it's one of these wonderful ways to kind of understand yourself and everything. And if I ask people to kind of just do a beautiful drawing, they frankly came back average. But if I gave them a structure to explore line or density or mood or something to go, the work they would do and creativity would be extraordinarily amplified. And so I'm a big believer that habits and structures actually free us to be more creative and more focused. Um, as I've learned from you, Danelle and Glenn, like the only commodity we have is our attention, right? Where we place our attention matters. And so habits provide a focal point to give that and spend that attention well. I love it. Okay, crazy question, because Xander has some of the best stories in the world, and I know we only have 20 minutes left, but yeah. Xander, most spontaneous activity that you want to share. What is the most spontaneous, crazy, fun thing that led to something awesome that you've done? <laughs> oh, oh, my God, that's, that's great. Um, I was, oh, there's so many pieces of this. Um, I was at a stalemate when we were trying in, um, in working with some of the Obama administration in the sort of high point of the bailouts of the automotive sector. And we were super stuck in our thinking. The stress level and pressure to figure it out was enormous. Um, and so I held an instant dance party right in the middle of no this kind of White House meeting. Um, and just to shake up the energy, right? And to watch humans put down their guard and shift that is one of the beautiful things I think is important. Um, but what's, what's, what's constantly amazing to me is while we do want habits, we also get stuck. And we get stuck in ways of thinking and routines. And so the combination of the balcony time and the time kind of in improvis improvisation and changing our patterns are so critical. Danelle, what's an example where you did improv or change the course and something magic happened? <laughs> Well, that's funny because I wasn't thinking in return. Um, man, I think, um, well, I remember one time, um, you know, I, I'm a planner. And when I have my kids, I have to have plans so that it's easier, right? I have three kids that are 16 months apart. So it's like, it was, it was a little wild. And I think almost all of our favorite memory like I can take them to Hawaii and Alaska and plan these elaborate things um, but when I sit down and ask them all of their favorite memories it's the one where we got lost in the woods one time <laughs> I was 
sounds bad, but we were like, and I let them do the directions. Hey, mom, turn right. Hey, turn left. Hey, go straight up here. Hey, let's see, let's get out and walk and let's go adventure. And um, I think all of my favorite memories are when I let true creativity without bias from my children lead our adventures. And um, there isn't a beach, a mountain, a woods that hasn't brought something incredibly beautiful when I, I make an incredible plan and I allow for that practice change from them <laughs> you know we have wild stories and wild pictures and mm. these are things i would have never done growing up like it was so structured and so um you know be quiet be put in your place type of upbringing which i appreciate it made me very polite in a lot of situations you know um yeah. but um this freedom has made my children leaders and so i think that's the most beautiful the thing that's come from me um, letting go a little bit in those situations. Well, you're definitely, you're definitely right, Danelle, that I do love this conversation, right? Having those pieces of, of pattern instruction and structure, but also having that flexibility and having, having eight kids, right? People ask all the so time, they're crazy. Like, you know, like, how do you balance the structure piece and uh, be able to deal, not deal with, but uh, embrace and have gratitude for um, all of the spontaneity pieces. And it's, it's really not a balance. It's a, it's a, it's an, it's, it's a symphony of the two, right? It's an orchestra of weaving in both of those pieces. And so I love this conversation. Also did want to just quickly to now introduce uh, Xander and you, I'm not sure if you've met Rob with the orange head, Rob Moore has joined our room. Rob is one of the biggest thought leaders in uh, Europe, over in Europe doing amazing things he's a guinness book of world records holder for giving a 47 hour keynote in the world of real estate 47 <laughs> hours Sanders. i heard that. Wow. 47 hours that's and endurance so I wanted to uh say hi to rob and make sure that you guys got introduced uh rob zander is an, an incredible world shaker he's been working with world leaders um, all around the globe since he was 22 years old and is just an incredible superhuman so i couldn't miss the opportunity with a little spontaneity in the middle of our formal uh, session, I couldn't miss the opportunity to introduce Rob and Xander. Uh, Rob, welcome to the Breakfast of Champions table. Thank you, Glenn. Nice to meet you, Xander, and everyone. Um, from the very start of Clubhouse, um, Glenn's been one of, if not the most consistent and giving um, Clubhouse influencers. And I always come in and try and support Glenn's room whenever I can. Sometimes with time zones and our own rooms, it's difficult, but I just wanted to come and show some love. Don't worry, I won't do the world record part two public speech now. I'll just say hi. Um, nice <laughs> to meet you, Xander and Danelle and everyone and see some old friends who I've been on Clubhouse with a lot. Um, I've got 10 minutes or so, Glenn, if you want, if you want me to um, share anything or I can just sit and listen. Yeah, we're going to have Xander and Danelle. They're, they're, uh, de they're delivering an amazing interview and a top 10 list. But, Rob, uh, maybe you could chime in if you have yeah. some feedback on some of what they're sharing. That'd be great. I love great. it, Rob. So great to have you on here as well. I saw you with Natasha yesterday, and uh, I was so fired up to see your face pop in here. So what an honor to have you in here. Okay, we're going to dive back in. Xander, are you ready for number five? How to change everything from the master of all change. <laughs> well, yeah, there's, there's, there's so many things. I mean, I wanna just come back to what you and Glenn were saying around play. 
Perfect. And, and, you know, one of the joys of working with Sir Richard Branson is that he believes play is where genius comes from. Uh, when we run workshops, we work for the first half of the day and we play for the second half of the day. Um, I love, obviously, Hamilton and Lin-Manuel and what he's done, but the idea for that came not from working really hard, but by being on vacation and reading a book. And so what's been evident to me is there's kind of these six different domains of wisdom. Um, and one of them is kind of the wisdom that lives within us, right? Internal wisdom, which we're learning how to access more and more. There's shared wisdom of what I can learn from you, Danelle. I can learn from Glenn and Rob and all the stories that exist in someone else that benefit me. There's collective wisdom, obviously what happens to the wisdom when we come together. But the three other ones are divine wisdom, right? Which is about connection to the universe and source. There's the wisdom in nature, which is a beautiful holistic system that has no waste. And there's the wisdom of play. And so when we want to access wisdom, when we want to figure out how we want to grow, we can figure out which of those six domains is available to us. I was not raised with all six. Many few people were. And so we just look to those different wisdom domains of where do we get the intelligence to move forward. And I know, Danelle, you're now in a beautiful setting, right, where maybe those six domains, right, of internal wisdom that's inside of you and inside your VIP client, right, the collective wisdom of what you're going to share. And obviously the divine and nature are there, but hopefully some play too. I, I think that's why I got along with you all so well on, on Necker is one of those things is um, I train people every single day. Uh, your best work comes out, your, your best life, your best results, your best ideas come out to play, not to work. Mm. And I think, um, you know, while most people are catastrophizing, as you say, Xander, or um, hoping that their stressed season leads to something blessed, um, it's amazing when I take entrepreneurs out on these adventure days, right? There's always at least one adventure day on a retreat and we're renting out and diving with dolphins, you know, we're renting out the facilities or we're on what they call the death boat, like the America's cup boats, you know, we're, we're, we're going out on all these adventures. We're AT, Glenn and I went ATVing with 40 people on the roads of Mykonos in Greece, you know, it was and amazing. It was amazing. And we, we ended at this this bar on a beach um, and it was like just us in the middle of the sea and and it was ice cold water in the summer we went out anyway and, and took these photos and and did all of these things and and that day is what generated million dollar ideas and I think you know sometimes um, not sometimes most times there's a there's a moment of of play that has to be worked on and practiced as hard as our daily work, right? We work really hard to be incredible, intelligent beings and progress. But how hard have you worked at play? How hard have you worked with playing with your spouse, playing with your kids, um, rather than, you know, just trying to force force progress, force progress or play through it, right? Yeah. When, we're out, when we're out there at the workshops on Necker and you're, you're training all morning and then he was like, go play. And there's all these things. And I was like, just anything. I can choose anything and go. And I learned how to sail out there by myself. And, you know, it was like the amazing, the thought 
thoughts that come in when you're in that state. So um, absolutely, probably one of the most fun parts of my life. All right, Xander, I want you to pick maybe one or two more that you can do because they hear from me every week. Uh, I want to give it to you to, to really share what's on your heart for helping them all, you know, progress. Great. Um, yes, thank you, Danielle. And part of me just wants to go over and have dinner at Glenn's house and see these children because I'm sure those eight, you know, this, those kids and these six domains are alive there, which is part of the magic I, I, of I just, I just booked the flight, Xandra. I just booked your flight. <laughs> Great. Uh, you come right Beautiful. over. I'm going to have my wife make some southern food and we'll have a blast. Yeah. Maybe I can convince him, Glenn. Maybe maybe we'll yeah. see what his schedule is in November. My kids, I'll tell you, we had Xander, all of our families in one household for a week last year. Mm. And our kids were so happy. There was never a Delgado without a Lundy on their lap. Like mm. it it or two. <laughs> there were two for everyone. <laughs> um, but it's, it's quite amazing. <laughs> and and we and we all can recognize when play and wisdom and the divine and values are alive. Right. And that's really important. Let me give you one more, Janelle, and then we'll see where we are. But I think one of the things that happens all the time is is people seek and they come to me because they want to be more effective scale entrepreneurial. And the thing, the underside of that, the secret sauce of that is trying to understand how they've learned to protect themselves and how things get in the way. And if I want to have someone be a free and creative life, we also need to figure out how do we take them off the brakes of what's holding them back. And a simple way to understand that is when I was a child, like many of us, I grabbed a hot pot off the stove and I burned myself. And in that very simple moment, I created a belief, a vow, and a norm. I created a belief that I could get hurt. I created a vow that I would never touch it again. And I created a norm that I'd put a layer of protection in between me and that thing. And in that moment, creating this belief, vow, and norm, I learned how to protect myself. But what's true in that hot pot moment is also true in a hot relationship or in a hot moment of being an entrepreneur. And so if I want to understand how to get unstuck, what I want to do is look at what is my belief around this piece? What is the vow that I've taken and what are norms of behavior that I do again and again? For people in relationships, I'm going to give 80% of myself but hold 20% back. And there's a belief that that's a strategic thing to do, right? If I'm in a conversation, I'm not going to say the hard thing first, and I'm going to hope that it comes up. And so the secret sauce sometimes of being an entrepreneur, a creative, of just a kind of force of nature is also trying to understand these self-protection systems that we um, build over time. And life is complicated, and we have to build protection. But what happens too often is those protection mechanisms become outdated, where the ways that we show up are from two scenarios ago or pre-COVID norms. And so we can upgrade our operating system when we upgrade our belief, our vow, and our norm around specific things. I found that to be enormously helpful to folks. Man, I think, I think about all the areas in our lives that we truly need an upgrade. Um, I always think of certain situations in in my life or in the lives of my clients when you're talking, Xander. What do you will you speak just a little bit to this change avoidance that we see 
everywhere, right? We know there's a need for it and we need to make room for it. Um, and, and we have that fear of loss. I, any other thoughts you have on that? I want people to make sure they're taking this advance moment with this list. Yeah, I think, and I can, sh we can share a list about work avoidance. I think the greatest human skill set ever developed is work avoidance. I think the ability to turn away from something that needs to be faced is amazing. And we can become students of that. How many of us have been in organizations where, where you know, they form a task force or they require more data or we say we've been through this before? or we blame someone who's not in the room, right? Our ability to deflect the work is actually greater than sometimes our ability to face it. And so I want all of us to become champions of fighting work avoidance um, because that's so critical. But what happens in those moments um, is really important to understand um, and have some empathy for. Um, one of the things that I do sometimes is I ruin complaining for people for the rest of their life <laughs> because because people complain, right? Danelle, you and I happen to be around a lot of people who complain. Yes. And a complaint when people complain, what what's underneath that complaint is a deep commitment that's not happening. Something they want to have happen that they're not seeing. And it doesn't always come out in the most elegant ways. But we can listen for that thing that they're complaining and say, what is underneath it that's really important to them? And so when people avoid the work, it's because something is either a skill set they don't have, it's a chance for them to be vulnerable in public, which most humans are not good at. Most of the time we're just in like the competency Olympics. We're trying to show up perfect and not reveal how messy we are. So there's a lot to this question you're asking, Janelle, and I'm just amazed at how skillful people are getting around some of the work and things they have to face. Yes, okay, so here's, Here's what I have to do, um, Xander, if you're okay with it, I'd love, I'd love for them to show this because the work in us is not done and Xander is doing something really, really rare. So I just um, had him share and I'm using all of his tools to make sure all of my clients, my membership clients, my mastermind clients are taking advantage of this opportunity. Xander is getting ready to do one of the most powerful things that I've seen out there. You guys know there's a lot of things out there. You, you can take courses, you can do classes, you can do workshops. Um, I am a proponent of saying yes to those people who light you on fire. Um, but this, this system that Xander has put together, it's an eight week uh, sprint for you to change everything. And, and I have not seen content like this and I've seen nearly everyone's content. I have not seen content like this in my entire career. And so it's an eight week sprint that's starting, I think next week. And I would encourage every single one of you um, who wants to be a high achiever, who is a high achiever, he attracts all of these, who is really looking for progress change um, to go to changeeverything.com forward slash individual and get started on this sprint next week. You can watch replays. You don't have to watch it live if you're international, um, but it is, eight hours plus he does some q a as well um i have had 
some of the greatest results from this. And I couldn't have you on here, Xander, without sharing to this audience that is committed to growth um, mm -hmm. what you're doing. Will you give them a, just, a, just a quick synopsis of, <laughs> if you can, of this, this eight-week sprint, the Change Everything Sprint that's coming up? Because it's a, it's a rare that you, that you do this or that anyone <laughs> yeah. has access to you. Right. Yeah, we don't do this very often, so this happens once a year, but it's just an opportunity to skill up. Right? We believe that the muscles of change can be learned, and so every week we dive into a different content piece. One week is on power and understanding power and systems of power and how to get more skilled in those. Other ones are sort of focused on decision-making and strategy. Every week, a different topic, live classes, they can be videoed, and then people do the work. And it is just remarkable to see the people we've come through that from the CEOs of change. It is muscle building, it's a sprint. Um, but we believe we can get black belts in these skill sets, and we're dedicated to that. So, yes, it's starting next week. doesn't happen very often, but this community that Glenn has created and you've nurtured is just a great, and we'd love to sort of have you there if it's of interest. Awesome. Xander, thank you so much um, for who you are in the world, for all you've done to help create change and progress with our world leaders and also with us. I can't even believe you agree to say yes. And you're always so good to me. Um, well, you are you, you asked me to do human. things. You <laughs> asked me to do things. I say yes. And this community is so committed that it's an honor to be here. And just Glenn and everyone, thank you for the attention. Again, that's the most important commodity. So I hope this is of service. So thank you for the time. I love it. So make sure you guys download uh, Hello Autumn and you for those of you who are really looking, I will tell you from my word and how it has impacted me, changeeverything.com forward slash individual and uh, begin that journey next week. I, I look forward to hearing how it goes and having a conversation with you after. Thank you, Xander. And I am going to hand it back to Mr. Glenn Lundy or Sarah. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.